I'm Kelsey Smith, a woman who has faced infertility, finally got pregnant with our miracle, faced postpartum depression, got pregnant again by the grace of God, and now have faced my first miscarriage. My husband and I have been through the ringer. And as much as I'd like to crawl up in a hole, I keep hearing the Lord whisper to me, make your mess your message. So that's why this podcast exists. My goal is to create a community where aspiring and new mamas can feel a little less alone. Nothing is off the table here. This podcast is for you. It's for me. It's for us. Welcome to Fight Back Motherhood. Hello, happy Monday. I am so pumped to get this party started. Welcome mamas. Welcome aspiring mamas to be. This is episode one and we are getting this whole shebang kicked off today. And I thought of the perfect topic to come to you all with. And it's not going to be that generic mindset topic that you might be thinking of. This honestly has to be addressed in episode one, because every single thing that we talk about from here on out until the end of all time for the length of this podcast is going to be based off of what I teach you today and what I talk about today. And that is going to be giving yourself permission to take care of yourself. So I want to just kind of take a step back and just let you know that this is something that I see happen in with a lot of new moms, myself included. If any of you coming onto this podcast right now are like me, you're probably running ragged right now. Right now, I am a full-time CEO. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. And truthfully, I need 54 hours in a day to get it all done. Every day on a good day, I try to get myself up between 5 and 5.30 a.m., And I am nonstop until my head hits the pillow at 10 p.m., if not earlier, because I'm exhausted, right? I love, love, love this crazy, beautiful life, but oh my gosh, it is so easy to lose myself in it. And I'm going to be going through all the things of mom guilt in future episodes, because when I asked for suggestions on podcast episodes on my Instagram page, which is all things Kelsey, if you don't follow me. I got so many comments in the chat box saying mom guilt. We need to talk about mom guilt. We need to talk about mom guilt. So I promise you I'm going to be getting there. But I do think that it's super important to note in this episode to kick this entire podcast off that when it comes down to it, putting yourself in your care last is going to be the quickest recipe to burnout, exhaustion, and pretty much, I mean, just say it bluntly, a meltdown, right? We need to change our mindset. And what I want to focus on with you today is I need you to change your mindset that you're a bad mom if you put yourself first. I don't know about you, but I don't want my daughter to grow up witnessing a mom who is constantly exhausted, constantly worn out, and is constantly stressed 24-7. I am setting the tone for her life right now. As I'm speaking, she is watching every single thing that I am doing. And every single time she watches me put myself last, it is telling her that in order to be a good mom someday, she's going to have to put herself last too. And I'm going to tell you right now, you're doing the exact same thing for your babies right now. And when they see you take care of yourself, 
it shows them that they can prioritize their self-care too. So on this episode today, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be breaking down this concept that I learned really early in my motherhood journey called snow. So bear with me here because this is one of those things we're going to branch out off of every letter. And I'm going to tell you the most important things that you need to be prioritizing as a new mom. And I can also argue that if you're somebody who's listening to this, that's going through fertility treatments, or you're currently trying to conceive, or maybe you're pregnant, I'm going to be very honest with you. Every single thing that I talk about in this episode today is going to also pertain to you too. Because the thing is, is that no matter where you are in motherhood journey, whether you are brand new postpartum, whether you have a two-year-old, whether you have a 10-year-old, or whether you're going through, like I said, those, 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 that process of infertility or miscarriage or whatever it may be, this pertains to you. And so I also find, before I get into my snowball effect here, I also find that so many women just have so much guilt about prioritizing themselves and it's going to end here today. Like I said, we can't move on in our relationship together until you understand that I am never going to think that it's okay that you put yourself last. And I also don't want you to think that it makes you any less of a mom or good mom to your little one by doing so. So now that I've made myself clear and you're going to hear me talk about that every single week. So if you're somebody who's easily offended by me saying that I believe my self-care is more important than anything else on the planet, you're probably not going to like this podcast, but I just truly don't believe that I can be the best mom to my daughter who I love more than anything in the entire world, unless this becomes my lifestyle that I am prioritizing myself and making sure the things I'm about to talk about are the center focus in every single one of my days. So let's get started. What does snowball stand for and why do each of these things need to be something that you're prioritizing on the reg? All right. Number one, the S. The S stands for dun, 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 sleep. Oh my goodness. Guys, make sure you're getting enough rest. And I'm going to be honest with you. I want to, for those of you who already said, oh, screw you. I'm a brand new mom. My baby's not sleeping through the night. I totally understand those first seven months are a complete shit show and there is no schedule. There's no routine and every man. For, it's every man for themselves in those six months. You're up every two to three hours. I get you. But what I need you to understand is that you have to prioritize your rest, whether that's at two o'clock in the afternoon, whether that's talking to your husband or your significant other and making sure that they get up um, between the times of like five and seven to be with the baby so you can get an extra two hours of sleep before you resume activities. I don't care what it is, but you have to be making sure that you're getting rest. One thing that my husband and I did when we were, when we were brand new parents, my daughter is 17 months now. She turned 17 months tomorrow as the day I'm recording this. Oh my gosh, it's mind blowing. But I remember like I was up every two to three hours and yes, my husband was not the, he didn't really hear her. So let's put it that way. <laughs> we can have that conversation for a later day. But the one thing is, is that he was, he might not have heard her in the middle of the night when I was getting up and feeding her every two to three hours. But we at 5am when she would get up, 
is when he would get up with her. And then I would sleep from five to 8 AM. So at least I got a three hour stretch. So while no day was the same and there was times in the middle of the day where she'd go down for a nap and then I would do the same thing. When it comes down to it, you need to be making sure you're getting enough rest because when you're tired, you're not thinking clearly. Your mood is going to suffer. You're going to be all over the place. And I always think it's funny how I remember everybody telling me the, the new mom advice that I had for myself from a lot of people was like, Oh yeah, you better sleep now. Cause you're never going to sleep again. Okay. Well, pregnancy, you, everybody that's been pregnant now here knows that you don't sleep during the second half of your pregnancy. Cause you're so damn uncomfortable. Right. So like the thing is, is that I'm sleep. I'm now 17 months in and I am sleeping through the night and my rest is still a priority to me. I still go to bed early because I wake up early and sleeping overall, this has to be something that you're making a non-negotiable. This is a form of self-care. <laughs> this is something you have to do. You don't just stop sleeping so that way you're on 24-7 with the baby. They, you go and you ask for help when you need it, which I'm going to talk about in a second, but you have to be making sure you're getting enough rest. So that is the S. It's for sleep. Number two is, for, is the N, and that is for nutrition. And I am going to be doing, I eventually for this podcast want to do, because I am a health and fitness coach. I'm obsessed with healthy living. I'm not going to be pushing all that stuff on you. Don't you worry. This is, this is for mamas, but I'm going to tell you mamas, you got to take care of yourself in the nutrition department too. In the future, like I said, I have, I have every intention of doing like quick health tips on Friday because it is something I'm so passionate about. But for this episode's sake, I need you to understand that eating food that is good for you is going to help you recover. It is going to give you energy. And when it comes down to someone who is maybe breastfeeding, you need to be eating good. You need to be getting the nutrients. The one thing that I that drives me crazy and that I'm guilty of, so if this is you, I'm not calling you out because I did this too, is that you forget to eat. You're so crazy all over the place, especially in those first six to seven months that you'd forget that you didn't eat lunch or you'd be taking care of everybody else and you forgot to eat. But the thing is, is like, I don't care how you have to do it, whether that's doing evolve meals for, and this, none of this is sponsored by the way, for lunches, or, you know, you get home delivery service for dinner, whatever it may be like grab and go baskets. I'll do a whole thing on nutrition and different ideas to help you through those first six months in the future. More ideas are just popping my brain as I talk, but I want you to understand that you have to eat good foods. You need breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You need snacks throughout the day. You need to be making sure that you are getting proper nutrition or you are going, that's going to like also, like I said, it's going to affect a lot more than what you're thinking. So when it comes down to it, nutrition is going to be vital. And so whatever nutrition path that you go on, and by the way, when I say nutrition, I don't mean go get on a diet. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about fueling your body with healthy, nutritious foods. It, it's a form of self-care. Eating is a non-negotiable, number one, but two, eating really good foods and fueling your body with what it needs to recover after growing a baby for nine months is something that you have to do. All right, number three, which is the O, that is gonna stand for omega-3 fatty acids. So one thing that I learned from my doctor that I 
basically implemented the moment my daughter was born and that I also used um, actually during pregnancy and through fertility in omega-3 fatty acids. So fish oils are actually proven to reduce anxiety and depression in new moms. So I went, I, when I was talking to my doctor about my postpartum depression, this is one of the um, supplements they had me get on really quickly. You can get this at any over-the-counter, Target, Walmart, whatever. But I thought it was such an, an all-natural way of helping with that anxiety and depression, especially since if you're like, if you were like me and you had a baby in the middle of the pandemic, you know, that would just increase my anxiety and depression tenfold. So I want you guys to kind of keep that in mind is make sure you're taking those supplements that are going to help you in different ways as you go through your postpartum journey. And again, um, it also reduces anxiety and depression, AKA when I was going through fertility right now, as I'm experiencing the after effects of a miscarriage, it's, they, they definitely are something I have in my daily routine. All right. F number four, which is going to be the W that is for workouts, work out, move your body. Exercise improves your mood. It helps your body recover from giving birth. Plus it's an energy booster. So I'm going to go through that disclaimer in here that you're not going to start doing this and working out, you know, during pregnancy or through fertility or postpartum until your doctor gives you the okay. But a workout can be as simple as you going to take a walk around the block. It doesn't mean you have to lift crazy heavy weights right when you give birth or you have to do a HIIT workout. No, I'm talking like you just have to move your body. You have to get out there and move. We are not meant to be stationary. We as human beings are meant to move our bodies. So incorporating exercise into your routine, 20 to 30 minutes a day can do wonders for your self-care. All right. The B in snowball is for baby breaks. Oh my gosh. How am I supposed to take time away from my baby? Oh my goodness. You have to, you have to. And I'm going to give you a, a quick story. I, it, yes. And by the way, yes, this is a form of self-care. It's going to help you feel more like yourself again, when you go do things that you liked to do before you were a mom. You know, I personally like, I, I had a hard time with this. And obviously, like I said, it was even harder for me. So if you had your baby in 2020, you know that you were with your baby 24 seven, you were not without the baby because we were quarantined at home. But the one thing I will say is that and it took me a while to not feel that guilt to go grocery shopping by myself or to go get a massage or whatever it may be. Taking time away from the baby is good for you and for the baby. Number one, it helps you make it helps you feel more like yourself again, but also the baby can see that other people can take care of said baby. <laughs> and so that's was, it was very hard for me. I still feel a lot of mom guilt to this day around that, but taking baby breaks is so important for your own personal self-care. All right. The A is for adult time. So this is where I tell you that you need to go be around other adults. <laughs> you know, whether that is your spouse, your friends, you need to maintain those important relationships. It's so easy once you become a new mom or even when you're going through fertility or you know, you're pregnant that your, your relationships change a little bit because you're in a new season of your life. But at the same time, 
while the relationship may change a little bit, the relationship only dies if you allow it to die. Make sure you're prioritizing time with your spouse, that you're prioritizing time with your friends so that way you can get that quick mood, that quick jolt to feel better, right? It is a form of self-care to surround yourself with other human beings, right? Like that is so vital. All right. The first L to finish out our snowball is liquids. Try to drink two quarters of water daily, every single day. Okay. I need you to understand that you have to be drinking water. I'm going to preach this like a psychopath. I'll do an entire podcast on why you need to be drinking water. I think it's pretty self-explanatory that you need to stay hydrated so you can live, but you need to understand that water helps maintain and balance body bodily fluids. We are composed of 60% water. So drinking water helps maintain those fluids and it's making sure we're staying in check with that 60%. It's good for your muscles. It energizes your muscles. It keeps your skin looking good. When you're dehydrated, that's when you're going to see wrinkles and all those different things. And you actually, guys, it fights off fatigue better than coffee does. It's a brain booster. Guys, we know water is good for us. So we need to be drinking a lot of it. And if you're someone like me who does struggle in this department, please, please, please set alarms in your phone, do whatever you have to do, but just drink all the water. All right. And the last thing we are going to talk about for the snowball is for laughter. Oh my goodness. Remember to laugh and to give yourself a break. Life with a new baby requires a really good sense of humor. Whenever you get peed on, whenever things go crazy, whenever they poop in the tub, you know, whatever it may be, just laugh about it. Laugh. Allow yourself to laugh all the time. My husband and I literally will put the baby down after an exhausting day. I'm recording this podcast right now at 8.30 p.m., which for some people might be like, that's not late, but for me, that's late. (laughs) Um, I just... I'm recording this right now because it was a long day, but I look back and my husband and I always will lay in bed and we'll just always laugh about the stuff, random stuff that happened that day or the little things that she did or how we, you know, we think we failed as parents, but it really didn't even fail. Like everything was great. You know, you have to laugh. It is a form of self-care. And so to recap this episode, The thing is, is that you have to prioritize this. And so whenever you're thinking about where am I lacking and here, and my tips for you too, is to not try to go change everything in every single department after you get off of this episode. The first thing I want you to do is to take this, what I just said, S is for sleep, N is for nutrition, O for omega-3 fatty acids, W is for workout, B is for baby breaks, A is for adult time. L is for liquids and L is for laughter. I'm going to have this in the show notes so you guys can go and grab it, but I want you to take it and I want you to rank from one to eight where you struggle the most and then start there one thing at a time. Take it step by step by step, but don't leave anything out. Don't say, oh, working out's not important. Oh, adult time's not important. I just told you that every single one of those things is vital toward your self-care. So I want you to identify where you are lacking and then remind yourself that you are not a bad mom 
for doing this stuff for yourself. Because the thing is, is that every single day that you purposely show up and be the best version of yourself and you take care of yourself, you can be the best mom. You can be the best wife. You can be the best friend, the best daughter. You're going to be the best version of yourself when you're actively pursuing that version of yourself. So with that being said, that is our episode today. Think snowball, take the time, go through this, rank them in orders from one to eight on where you need to prioritize. Tag me on Instagram, show me what you're working on, show me what you're going to be working to improve on, and then constantly tell yourself every single day that you are a great mom. You are a great mom and you are go and every single day that you put yourself first, you're becoming even better. So you all have an incredible rest of your week and we will see you next time.